Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about floating with anxiety. This is a question that comes to me through the email, through clients, all the time. It's a difficult one to grasp. And I'm not surprised. Actual floating in the water is difficult to grasp when you haven't done it yet, when you haven't experienced it. So it's my hope that today's episode will give you a chance to be able to better experience actually floating with your anxiety the next time you have an opportunity to practice these things we're going to talk about. So go ahead and let go of your preconceived notions of needing to figure everything out because floating with anxiety like floating in the water is about letting go. I believe that that's why it's so difficult, especially Because when we are anxious, we are very sure in our mind's eye that we have, we can see the way we have everything under control. If we could just get everything to go our way and the way that we see is the best. And we have this figured out. We have a control issue. If you want to put it that way, we believe that when we are in control, that things are going best. Unfortunately, life has a way of just going the way that it's going to go. And whether even with our best laid plans, things get in the way and we are not in control. So we might as well practice with some of this floating because we are letting go of our control. Just like in the water, it seems counterintuitive to let go of your control of all your muscles and directing yourself through the water. But when you do let go, you can just feel it. Even if all you are doing is flexing your muscles in the water of your arm and it feels heavier and tenser and it's more likely to sink lower than when you let go of all of the control of the muscles and that arm will just float up to the top just like your body will when you finally let go. And once you know how to do this in the water, you can't imagine that you didn't know how to do it. Same thing with floating with anxiety. I first heard the term of floating with anxiety, not when I had anxiety, but for me, I heard it when I was fully through and learning more about how I could help others with their anxiety from Claire Weeks. And she really nails it when she talks about it. She has a wonderful way of putting it. And when you get the hang of this floating with the anxiety, you will really feel like you have the sensation of floating in the water. And one of my favorite quotes actually is from Alan Watts. And Alan Watts says, to have faith is to trust yourself to the water. When you swim, you don't grab hold of the water because if you do, you will sink and drown. Instead, you relax and float. Again, that's Alan Watts. 
And I appreciate that quote because it really speaks to exactly what we do with our anxiety. We are trying to grab hold of everything, including our thoughts, including how we feel and the direction that we see everything should go. And in that way, we, we sink. And when we're going down the wormhole, it feels like we're drowning, but we are really able to make the change. We are really able to learn how to let go and relax and float. So why don't you try it right now with me, depending where you are in what situation you are in, but let's try it together. Relax your facial muscles. Let them go. The jaw is often where we hold a lot of tension. So see if you can let that go. Your neck, neck and shoulders, often a lot of tension there. And even in a normal conversation on the telephone, you can feel that you could just let your shoulders and, and arms relax a little bit. It's like we're always holding some. So it's a great practice to wherever you are, when you can do it, practice letting go of where you feel some tension. And even in our legs, we can clench them down and we can relax them. We do this as if we were going to be floating on the water. So try it. See how much right now, how much tension you're holding. I bet you'll be surprised. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Another place of using the concept of floating is using the idea of helping people fall asleep. Little people, especially children love this floating on a cloud. I used this when I used to help my children go to sleep at night to help them relax their muscles and feel themselves sinking into a supportive yet soft and fluffy cloud. This really works well with children because they have a very open imagination. And the rest of us, perhaps we're not quite as open, but I think if you are, you might recall the experience of floating while you're imagining this. Feel yourself floating on, if not a cloud, maybe a body of water. 
and really get the physical feeling of letting go. Great place to try this again is in your bed when you are getting ready to go to sleep at night. Feel, you don't have to do it formally, but just very informally. Feel where there might be some tension and let it go. If you're not accustomed to being able to let go, try clenching down a little bit more on those muscles. Maybe it's in your legs or your arms or your neck. So tighten them up a little bit more and then let them go. Getting used to this feeling of letting go of the muscles helps us to feel like we really could float, perhaps in our bed while we're trying to go to sleep. And maybe if you're willing, think of it as a big, puffy, supportive cloud. Why not enjoy this? Or a beautiful, calm ocean, maybe a pond or a a beautiful stream that is just carrying you floating down very gently. We can use float in situations where we have anxiety too, not just for falling asleep at night, but we can begin to take our anxious feeling and go into the floating. We could be standing in an elevator. I know I used it in an elevator, not this term so much, but I remember having to be conscious of my muscles are clenching up in me because it was a stressful place for me when I had anxiety and then telling myself that I was fine and I could let go. And even just telling ourselves we're safe and we're fine, we begin to feel our muscles coming down. But if you can't do that right away and you're not using self-talk to that point, just do the muscle piece, just relax the muscles. So we can float in situations where we have anxious feelings and we know that we can proceed through the anxious place or time and bring that anxiety right with us because it may be a thought that's going on, but as we relax our muscles, we relax our need to control everything and we can just let that come along. We don't need it to be a away from us. We don't need to have worked through it. We don't need it to be gone. We can let that anxious thought or the rumination or the pain, whatever it is we're dealing with, with our anxiety, and we can bring it along with us. We can relax our muscles, relax into a float, and we bring it with us. Now, I bring this up Because often the questions I get about floating is people are asking if it means that they are out of their body. Because with depersonalization or derealization, many people have that sensation of being out of their body. And that's not what we're trying to go toward. We're trying to go toward a float of relaxed muscles, and bringing along with us whatever it is that we're going through. I'll keep using the elevator as an example of going through the ride of it. We're floating with our anxiety. The, The thoughts are still there, but we are relaxing our muscles and letting that anxiety come along for the ride. 
we don't get wrapped up in it and rev ourselves up more by staying clenched down and trying to push it away. We relax and float with what is. To float is to stop trying to fight at all. Like I said, we don't have to have the situation change. Often we get caught up in the need to take care of it, get it to go away, solve it, change it. But we don't have to do that. To float is to stop fighting it. Fighting is like thrashing around in the water. Tense muscles, ready to fight, pushing, and that can cause you to sink. The float is just the opposite. It's to let go, to relax, as if you were in the water, wanting to float to the top. You let go, and this signal of letting go tells your mind and body that there is nothing to fear, that you are okay. And in that, we get a little extra breathing room and we can get through the situation. And we set ourselves up for more success in the future because we have given ourselves that little bit of space. And to float is to not think about the why or the how all this is happening, but just to let it be. Again, it's bringing what is right along with us. We don't have to change it or understand it on some some level. Analyzing the situation is just like scanning the horizon for danger and is adding fuel to the fire. The benefits of using the float to get through a situation or a challenge is amazing. And I want you to be able to experience this. And now for those benefits of floating with your anxiety. What happens is you not only get through this one particular experience with less struggle and angst, but you also lay the foundation for your new default which is peace and calm. And yes, your new default as you clear your anxiety panic is peace and calm. Just like right now, it's if you have anxiety, your new de- your current default is struggle and control and fear and doubt. But your new default after you clear your anxiety panic is to be in your rest and digest nervous system, to be in that parasympathetic nervous system where you are experiencing peace and calm on a regular basis. This is where we're built to be. We live our life here, and then when something comes up that needs our attention, then we go into sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight, and we sharpen and we stop digestion and heart rate goes up and we go and take care of what needs to be taken care of. And then we get to safety. We register safety in our mind body and we go back to peace and calm. That is our natural place to be. And I promise you, as you go through and come out the other side, your new default will be peace and calm. So you find that you don't you don't go crazy, you don't fall apart, or and you don't lose it uh, from letting go of your anxious feelings. We often feel that 
We have to hold down and clench tightly because it is the control that is going to save us, our being able to hold on tightly or to fight. Because we ha- that's the feelings that we have inside of us. The physical sensations are that that has prepared us for fight or flight. But when we're caught in the anxiety loop, we have to be counterintuitive and we have to let go rather than go out there and fight because there's nothing there to fight. What's going on is in our mind, in our thoughts, and we need to to reassure ourselves. And we don't do that particularly all the time with words. We need to send the signal to our mind and body that we are safe. And we do that by floating, by letting go of our muscle contractions and letting ourselves feel more at ease. As much as we are doing it on purpose, it is still sending the signal to the mind and body that you are safe. So instead of clenching down and saying, I'm going to go crazy if I let go, no, you won't go crazy or fall apart, but you will simply send a message that there is safety and that your your hormonal cascade of adrenaline and cortisol can, can stop, that it can finally begin to recede and to get you out of your stress, adrenaline, stress cycle and go through recede, and then you're back to peace and calm again. But we need to let go in order to let this happen. So each and every time that you practice floating, you're sending your mind and body the message that things must be okay now. Oh, we can relax in this elevator. This feeling is not dangerous. She's relaxed. She must know what she's doing. There's no signal coming in that we need to fight something. There's nothing in here to fight. We are safe. And you no longer are adding fuel to the anxiety panic fire. I know I discuss this a lot. I bring it up over and over because when you finally get it, it really starts, you notice it happening in your life. This 90 seconds for the uh, adrenaline and cortisol to finally stop cascading through your body. It turns off. And then in those 90 seconds after you've registered safety, your levels return to normal once again. And you feel it because you can feel um, that you don't have to fight something. Now, I do want to say here, you may be exhausted. You may be wiped out depending on how long you've been adding fuel to the fire. Some people go days of adding fuel to the fire and the only time that these hormones recede or relax enough is to go to sleep. And so if you've been in that kind of state for a while or even through a stressful day where you kept feeding the fire with stressful thoughts, fear of the stressful thoughts, or fear of the uh, intrusive thoughts. It's not the intrusive thought that causes us a problem. It is the fear of it. It is our need to want to push it away, our fear of what it means. That's where we feed the fire, not with the thought going through. Remember, 
we are the mountain. We are this strong, sturdy mountain. And a lot of different weather goes across us. Clouds, beautiful white puffy clouds, dark, angry, stormy clouds. It isn't the clouds that's the problem. They are simply passing by us, just like a mountain. It's when we work ourselves up over what does that mean? What is happening? I have to stop this. I have to fight this. I need to find out what this is about. We add so much fear from our thoughts, if that's where our stress and anxiety is, or a physical sensation, which may have even been caused just by a hormonal cascade of stress. You don't want to add more to it. Recognize it for what it is. Let it be there and let it pass by. All of these things pass by. If we let them and if we float with them. So again, the floating is letting it be there without adding any fuel to it. So what what do we do when we're suffering with anxiety panic? We begin, we think more scary thoughts and we scan the horizon for potential danger and our 90 second cortisol clock stays on. It never resets. We never go back to zero again. We never go back to peace and calm. We keep adding. The 90 second cortisol clock doesn't get to start again. It's like it's always on, more hormones coming out, more hormones coming out. And we can go the entire day throwing fuel on that fire and not reaching perceived safety for a full 90 seconds. So this floating switches it up. It gives us a chance to get some space and get that 90 seconds of I am safe. Here we are. We're safe and we're sending the message, not so much with our speech or reading something, which can be very helpful because that can often calm people down enough that they do relax their muscles, but it really comes. The signal is so strong to the mind and body that you are safe when you are relaxing your muscles. That that is, that is how we want to interrupt this stress cycle. This anxiety, adrenaline, anxiety cycle can be interrupted by floating. Remember, add no more thoughts to keep that fire burning. Tell no more stories about the possible outcomes. Instead, be with the feelings. Let them be as you relax your muscles and float as you were to be floating on the water and slow your exhale as if you were relaxing on the water and imagine yourself floating fully at ease and fully supported. I hope that you'll be able to take some floating trips in your mind. If not in your real life, nothing feels better than to be floating effortlessly on the water. However you're doing your floating, please remember it is a beautiful message that you are sending, a message of safety to your mind and body, and this is going to give you the space to heal and clear your anxiety panic. I hope this has been helpful for you, and if you have any questions, remember to send them to us, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And now for today's quote. 
To have faith is to trust yourself to the water. When you swim, you don't grab hold of the water because if you do, you will sink and drown. Instead, you relax and float. Again, that's from Alan Watts. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.